Freedom is not a gift from government. Freedom is a gift from God. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that you said? Donald Trump about where our freedoms come from? Maybe we need maybe we need to give him a little reminder of that, okay? Because uh, apparently something he said at the rally is actually now created a nice little soundbite for CNN. We might actually be able to get it this segment. I am uh, I'm about to queue uh, it up. So yeah, because I didn't watch the rally over this weekend. But uh, anyway, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, just uh, lots of lots of ground to cover. We got to go all the way over to Kabul and talk about what's happening over in Afghanistan. We're actually going to talk about. Not just what's going on there, but we got Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch is going to be here after the first break because he's 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 going to answer the question whether or not Americans have the right to sue the U.S. government for being abandoned over there. Um, well, and of course, we've got to hope that we get some Americans out alive, at least more than we have before in, in order for us uh, for them to be able to sue. Right. So we've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about uh, the jabs and the shots or the vaxes, whatever you want to call them. I don't refer to them as a vaccine because they're not even those that that are behind the technology are referring to that to them as gene therapy. So I don't refer to them as a vaccine. But if you choose to call it that, feel free. The Pfizer shot uh, was approved by the FDA, but kind of kind of approved. So we've got to get into that. We've got those topics and more, and we're also going to share with you, I, I've got something super excited, uh, exciting for me to share with you guys about tomorrow's show that I want you to know as well. 888-344-1170. Uh, were you one of the people that was waiting for FDA approval? And once that came, are you now like, cool, okay, I feel comfortable with it? Or are you like I was from the standpoint of, I don't care what the FDA, some government institution? After all the lies we've been told by government institutions this last year, I mean, and, and, and actually the last four or five years, right, with the government institutions of the FBI and the DOJ, I'm not really interested in what the FDA has to say. The FDA has approved drugs in the past, like thalidomide that left children, um, you know, um, suffering deformities. So just because the FDA approved approved it doesn't necessarily sell me on it, but I'm I'm interested to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Follow me on the socials at Andrea K. Um okay, so uh got to bring in my man here uh who's um oh my gosh, the phones are ringing off the hook. Well, you know, while he while he's on the phone, I I, I might as well take this moment to ask this question. Who brought in instant grits into the radio station? Whoever that was, if you're listening to me, explain yourself. Okay, no Southerner like myself should ever go into the lunchroom and find myself faced with instant grits. Was that you, JC? Did you did y'all bring the instant grits into the studio? That wasn't you, I know. JC is is coming in uh, for his show, JC Cooley, for his show after after mine at seven p.m. I don't think JC brought in instant grits. He's a he's a military man and a, and a Southerner. I don't think he brought in instant grits here. All right, so. Um, all right, Afghanistan. Here's where it stands on Afghanistan. Um, we kind of almost have a game of chicken going on over there. What's going on is we've got a deadline. Joe Biden has said that we are going to be out by August 31st. He needs an extension, obviously, because we can't get Americans out uh, by uh, by August 31st. 
So um, that he needs an extension We're, because basically right now t- that it, and even his secretary of state had to admit that the Taliban is in control. We have no control over the country. We have no control, no ability to protect our American citizens. We don't. The boots that we have on the uh, on the ground, I'm, I'm being told, are actually violating uh, what their instructions are and their mandates are and actually doing more than what they're allowed to do to get the American people out. Uh, of course, the Taliban has been um, there was an article today. Uh, that referred to them as a ragtag, ragtag, tattered group of um, ruffians. I think the word was, or 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 extremists. No, these are terrorists. Okay, and they are armed with I don't know how many hundreds of Humvees, um, the, uh, sho- uh, shoulder fired grenades. I mean, uh, Joe Jack Posobiec put it out there today that this was the largest arms transfer in U.S. American history, an arms transfer of the greatest weaponry that we have as a nation handed over to a group of terrorists who are wandering around right now in our, in our military uniforms. We, there's up, I heard a new number. There's upwards of 40,000 Americans right now that are being held over there and have no idea if they're going to be able to get out. And it's interesting the language being used because the um, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Monday, in the days remaining, because the deadline that the Biden administration gave to the Taliban is that they'll be out by the 31st. Today's the 23rd, right? Um, In the days remaining, we believe we have the wherewithal to get out the American citizens who want to leave Kabul. That's an interesting phrasing, isn't it? What about the ones that can't get to Kabul? And the only way that they've got a chance to get to Kabul is by the good graces and by begging the Taliban, who not only are terrorists, but are armed with U.S. military-grade weaponry. We know, and we, and we know that the majority of the people on the planes getting out are not Americans. There's no vetting done. We know that, I think it was to Amsterdam or Copenhagen, I'm not sure, maybe even the U.K., somebody on a no-fly list, a United States government no-fly list, made it onto a plane. Of course, now the, now the argument from them is, well, um, uh, that we just took them off the, that they've been recently removed from the no-fly list. Yeah, you took them off the no-fly list after they flew. That's what y'all did. So we've got terrorists. I mean, 20 years later, upwards of a trillion dollars in Afghanistan to basically set up a, a Syrian refugee crisis like we had coming out of Syria. Meanwhile, that's who we're getting out is Afghanis, not even our American citizens. All right, finally, I get a chance to bring in my man here. It's DJ Potato Skins. There's tremendous spirit in our DJ Potato Skins. Tremendous spirit. His unfortunate remarks are cued whenever you want to play them, Andrea. Uh, I had to hear it for myself, and I'm, I'm not impressed. Yeah, um, what he's talking about is, and, and um, I'm going to ask Larry Clayman about this. Um, what he's talking about is on, on the day today that uh, the FDA supposedly approved the Pfizer um, vaccine, which they really weren't approved, by the way, um, uh, uh, he does make a preface, which gives him an out. But for me, it's still not good enough. Well, before I get into that, I wanted I wanted to update everybody. You know, the, President Trump made some remarks that I consider to be uh, irresponsible on Saturday regarding the regarding the, the vaxes, particularly since it was two days. And we knew Saturday when Trump gave the rally that we had a heads up that the FDA was going to be approving the Pfizer vax. Um, and we knew that the reason why they were pushing the Pfizer vax, the reason why they were going to push the approval of it was because that was going to remove any excuse that you might have 
in order to not get jabbed. And that's immediately what happened after the supposed uh, FDA approval came through is that people were tweeting out, OK, I'll use that. You said I'll use you use guys out there that said that it wasn't FDA approved. What's your excuse now? And um, so he knew Saturday that they were going to give this approval, which, by the way, it's not. What it is, is um, the FDA gave approval for the Pfizer Bion tech. Um, let me let me read to you, which is the name of that has been changed, by it the way. It can get confusing. It can get confusing. So before I get to that, Charlie Kirk asked, how can a vaccine that, according to Axios, uh, in late July, only had a 42% efficacy get FDA approval this quickly because because it was just just like it was rushed out there, just like uh, the mask lies and everything else. It was because uh, they wanted to they wanted to you know uh, force the mandates. And immediately after it was announced by the FDA, by the way, that's when we had more um, uh, across the country. Uh, the military immediately came out and said, now anybody in the military has to be jabbed, while the White House staff don't. Alex Berenson asked. Um, before you approve the, hey, hey, US FDA, before you approve the Pfizer Vax today, I have one simple question. How many doses is the regimen? Two, three, to be determined? How can you approve a quote vaccine, which by its very name is supposed to have a fixed dose regimen, if you can't even answer that question? Something else that he tweeted today, and he's kind of an expert. He's been following this and uh, and writing. He's already written two books about all of this. Um, today, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved the first COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine has been known as the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vax and will now be marketed as Comirnaty for the prevention of COVID-19 disease in individuals 16 years of age and older. So why did, first of all, why they got to change the name of it? They got to change the name of it, right? Because uh, we got, we got, we got, we got to slap a a pretty label on it, right? We got to make it look good. And and, uh, uh, it's about branding. It's about branding the product, right? Also now it might, now they get to wipe clean probably the VAERS um, um, uh, issues and and deaths um, reporting. Uh, but it, but however, so it's been approved by the FDA for FDA for 16 years of age and older. It continues to be available under emergency use authorization, including for individuals 12 through 15, as well as for the administration of a third dose and certain immunocompromised individuals. Are you exhausted yet trying to figure this out? You should be. This is not FDA. You know, this this was all marketing today. This was propaganda today, which begs the question of why Donald Trump said this at the rally on Saturday. Remember, they used to use anything to hit us when we got hit. I closed it to China, closed it to Europe, anything to hit us. But they'd say in South Korea, they're doing so well. South Korea is being decimated right now. India is doing so well. India is being decimated right now. We did a great job on that. The ventilators, the equipment that we got, the cupboards were all bare. Everything that we did. And then we developed a vaccine, three vaccines in three months, in nine months. And actually, I'll tell you, it was three days less, three days less than nine months. And it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But yeah, bad. I said last week that this is medical tyranny that's going on. People are dying as a result of this. Whether you believe that there's a Pfizer whistleblower who says upwards of 200,000 have died. We know if you look at the VAERS site. 
um, that we know that they were wiping data away. We know that they they went from 20,000 deaths down to 12 and and wiped it away, but it it had already been recorded. We don't know exactly how many have died from it, um, but but given the adverse reactions, given that teenagers are dying from myocarditis, given that, that people are dying from blood clots, uh, this is absolutely atrocious that there is a push to have a one size fits all that uh, pregnant women have to get it. People with people with a history of blood clots have to be forced to take something that has noted adverse reactions of blood clotting and strokes. President Trump should have come out and said, I believe I, I, I think it's a matter of choice. I took it. But no way. I did not invent. I did not. My intent with Operation Warp Speed was not to have these shots to be used in any form of tyranny. And that is that is not what this country is about. And that needs to stop today. He got and some booze over it. He got booze over it and he deserved it. Because I don't care what... He can take whatever credit he wants all day long for the people that believe in the vax. But those of us that don't want to take it... even the, and, and there's many people who actually believe in the vax but still think it should be about choice. He was wrong to allow this country to be shut down and to go along with Fauci in the first in the first place. And he's wrong to not be coming out on the on behalf of the freedoms of our country. You can actually be pro-vax and be anti the medical tyranny that's going on in this country right now. And that should be the position that he took. I'm well past the point of a break. Got to take a break and bring in Larry Clayman. He's going to answer the question whether or not Americans should be able to sue the U.S. government for being abandoned as well as uh, the uh, Pfizer uh, FDA approval today in Trump's comments. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, the two big hottest stories are the um, what Trump did accurately describe in, it, in his rally that uh, what's going on in, in Afghanistan was um, was not just how did he put it? It was not a, a withdrawal. It was a surrender to a terrorist organization, as well as the the um, what he said. We're going to play in a moment for Larry Clayman. Let me go ahead and bring him in. I actually initially brought him onto the show tonight. Uh, to uh, to answer the question, uh, will Americans have the right to sue the government for being abandoned? Of course, you know my friend Larry Clayman well. He's my favorite to come on the show. One of my favorites, I have to say, in case anybody else is listening. F- founder of, original founder of Judicial Watch, now Freedom Watch, and in his phenomenal book, Everybody Needs to Get, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. Larry Clayman, soul brother of mine, welcome back to the show. Thank you, soul sister. Okay, so, um, yeah, thank you. Before we get into Afghanistan, I want to play this clip for you that, that, that uh, CNN is playing all over the place. Just Let's just play, can we, can we play the last sentence, uh, not the, any way to trim it at this point? DJ Potato Skins? Yeah, if not, um, uh, let's go ahead and play the whole thing for Larry. ...that we got, the cupboards were all bare, Everything that we did. And then we developed a vaccine, three vaccines in three months, in nine months. And actually, I'll tell you, it was three days less, three days less than nine months. And it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. So we got booed with that, Larry Clayman, because right now is we've got... 
Um, we've got uh, these mandates all over the place and tyranny from, you know, you can't get into a restaurant uh, in New York City. Somebody there's a meme going around that, you know, when I can when I, I need papers to order a steak in New York City, but I don't, I don't need papers to vote. And we've got open borders and we've got refugees being brought here. We got a problem in this country. I would have booed Trump if I had been there. Your thoughts? Well, the same. And, you know, he doesn't know. He wants to claim credit for, you know, a great discovery. Today, the FDA, no surprise, I used to represent the FDA when I was a young justice lawyer, rubber stamps uh, a seal of approval for the vaccines. Why is that? Because Biden's in trouble. He knows it. He has to be able to justify pushing the vaccines on people. And the FDA is in the in the back pocket, in the hip pocket of big pharma. So, yeah, I would have booed him, too. I mean, he's ill-informed, kind of like... Uh, <laughs> The movie uh, with with uh, Humphrey Bogart. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. You're ill Ill informed, and and that's that's Trump. He shoots from the hip. So well, it's also about that he wants to take credit, and and he and he and he's not as as clever as he can be at times. He doesn't seem to realize that he can take credit at the same time while speaking against the medical tyranny that's going on and the discrimination that's going on. And you know, I I think I think he's often. As a communicator, he's ham-handed. Ronald Reagan would be able to more effectively take credit for providing the public what they wanted. You know, the demand was they wanted these vaccines or whatever. He got them out there. But at the same time, they're being abused. They're being well, abused by those. This question. You know, I was playing golf the other day, you know, for recreational purposes, get my mind off of it. And this nice couple joins me, a little anecdote. And one of them asked me, are you vaccinated? I said, no. He says, you got to be kidding me. He says, are you a, a pro-Trumper? I said, no, I just happen to think the guy would do a whole lot better job than, than the current guy. And then I added, and he was a nice man, and he didn't shoot back at me with his wife. I said, why would I take it? It doesn't even work. Okay, you have to get, you have to get boosters every eight months. You don't know the side effects. They're pushing it on children and kids. They never tested it for women that want to have babies. What's the point in taking it? Well, actually, they did so, test. Uh, Dr. Michael Yaden did a, an extensive uh, video report that they did do a t- case test of, of women that were pregnant, and it was a problem. And he said it's con- it concentrates in the ovaries in women. And he says that no, not only should no pregnant woman, we're not supposed to be injecting pregnant women with experimental drugs, number one at all, after thalidomide. And that the way that this, these particular shots work, they concentrate in the ovaries. Why would anybody take it? I mean, we've we've got whether you believe a whistleblower that 200,000 have died or whether or not you believe the VAERS report, which is going back and forth, depending on what, what numbers they're allowed to be put out there, 20,000 deaths or, or more. Um, people are dying. The hospitals are overflowed with people that have that um, 75% of which have been vaxxed do drop dead in New Orleans. Uh, somebody well known well, in New Orleans community. People. Who, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have I have colleagues in in Jerusalem, Israel, and Tel Aviv. They say over three thousand people have died in Israel of Pfizer's vaccines. I don't know if that's true or not, but but yeah, there have been these side effects, you know, heart problems, these kinds of problems, and people don't know. So you know, President Trump's not doing himself any favors, and nor is he doing the American people favors by pounding his chest, saying how great I am because these mm-hmm. vaccines. He may be great in other ways, but he's not great. And this is misinformation. Well, not only that, before we move on, but the thing is, is that even if they worked, even if there weren't any side effects, this is supposed to be a country that that the bottom line is this. Either you think the government has a right to force you to to have a substance injected in you 
or you think that you have the right to make that decision for yourself. It's really a question of freedom versus medical tyranny, regardless of even of the efficacy of the vaccines. And at the point where we're at in this country, I don't want to hear from Donald Trump. I don't want to hear anybody say take anything but a hard no stance on our freedoms. Well, right. And as of today, the government at Biden's direction is now instructing employers not to let people go to work unless they have, you know, a vaccine license, so to speak. I mean, like they're dogs, like they need, you know, shots for distemper, you know, or rabies, you know, to get into a, a facility, to, you know, to keep your dog when you go on vacation. I mean, it's, it's the point where we've lost our liberties and it's a full court press, Andrea, to destroy this country, Ab- whether it's taking full control and using COVID-19 as an excuse, whether it's using the FBI as a Gestapo and scaring everyone so they can't exercise free speech, whether it's pumping money into the economy and giving people all this, all this free cash that people don't want to work and you can't even get an Uber driver to pick you up anymore, mm-hmm. or whether it's, you know, what's going on in Afghanistan right now to destroy our military, that the left with Biden as their stooge and, and mm-hmm. Kamala Harris who laughs like the witch from the Wizard of Oz every time she's <laughs> asked a question, the yeah. Wicked Witch of the West, they want to destroy this country because that way the left will take total control. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shifting to Afghanistan and, and uh, there can't be, but before I do though, it, none of that can, it, it, the, the conservatives that continue to push out like this, you know, Lisa Booth tweet that went around yesterday talking about Afghanistan and COVID response, proving what morons our government is. No, that gives them an excuse. This is not about them being stupid. This is about a strategy uh, to destroy this country. And, and that includes the open border in the South. That includes what happened in Afghanistan. It includes the COVID response and the economic. Um, you know, we're up against a break. You can hold Can you hold over for me? And then we can yeah, get sure. Yeah. Then we're going to we're going to hold over Larry. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about Afghanistan and the Americans who've been abandoned over there and whether or not they've got the legal right to sue and the legal basis. And I certainly hope that Larry's going to tell me that they do. Because this is uh, this is um, a shocking betrayal to of the abandonment of Americans to a terrorist regime. Stay tuned, Larry Clayman, on the other side of the break. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show as we have upwards of 40,000 Americans trapped behind literally enemy lines and a week, according to the Taliban, a week to get them out because it's like a game of chicken right now. Um, however many were able to get out, Americans have been abandoned by the U.S. government. And here to, to continue the discussion is Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch and the author of the book, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. So, Larry, um, the question of the day for you is, will Americans who've been abandoned in Afghanistan have legal standing to sue the U.S.? Well, here's the problem, Andrea, and it's a weakness in our legal system. That's why I wrote our book. There's two problems. Number one, the government and its officials are going to claim sovereign immunity. And the biggest problem is the judges will back them up. You remember when Obama let people in with Ebola from Africa mm-hmm. years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was in the Newark airport when somebody with Ebola came through. I brought a lawsuit in my own capacity for reckless endangerment which was dismissed. I took it up on appeal. I tried to take it to the Supreme Court. The left makes fun of me for that, of course, as you might expect. 
But this is a weakness in our legal system. And it's why I wrote the book, It Takes a Revolution. It's why we're in a revolutionary mode. We have no recourse in the courts anymore. We have none. And that's the bottom line. And that's the sad part of the whole thing, because the judges will back up uh, these government officials, Biden, Harris, uh, the rest. And the American people are going to be left, you know, with the damage, the huge damage, death and destruction that's being caused. Well, yeah, I wish uh, I'd give you good news. But this is why this is why we had our our uh, third continental Congress. You were there. Yeah. OK, we need to declare independence. We need a new legal system. The yeah. system does not represent the American people. It represents the elite, the establishment who protect themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was on Newsmax last week for the entire hour. I do every uh, Wednesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And I was on with uh, Jenna Ellis, which is Trump's, uh, as you know, uh, was part of Trump's legal team. And yeah. um, this the, that the New York City mandate on vaxes had just broke. And she was all glad that there was going to be lawsuits. Because this was discriminatory against against some people, and I, and I I thought, and then 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 from there it would go to the Supreme Court. And I thought, oh my gosh, this was on Trump. This person is is who was representing forty five. No wonder we lost last last fall. You got to be kidding me, lady. I'm like, why in the world would would we trust? It, the, the legal system at this point, you of all people should know that. I didn't say that, but I said, why would anybody trust the legal system at this point? Why would anybody trust the totalitarians and the dictators and black robes across this country that allowed our election to be stolen? And that I'm supposed to trust if it happens to make its way to the Supreme Court, I'm supposed to trust Amy Coney Barrett? We Americans have to take our country back. That's where the power, that's the only way we're going to get retain our power well, is, it, is, through the, is through the citizens, not through the court system. And the judges, you can't touch them because they gave themselves immunity. It's right. not in the Constitution. Right. The Supreme Court gave themselves immunity from suit. Government officials have immunity from suit, thanks to Congress. Congressmen and senators have immunity from suit. So we can do whatever we want. Bar yeah, associations yeah. in this country can take away Rudy Giuliani's license or try to take away mine. They can commit unethical acts. But we've got immunity. So you can't touch us. Well, yeah. So what but, is the recourse here? Well, what, Other and, and, than... I'm saying wage it peacefully and legally, and I have means to do that with citizens' grand juries, and we can declare independence and go our own way, and those guys can stay in Washington, commit crimes against each other, guys. You know, we're out of here. We got to do is where we are right now. Well, yeah, and speaking of immunity uh, on this FDA-approved day and, um, uh, the, you know, the pharma, these, these, va- these uh, vaccine companies, whoever's behind this, Moderna, which, by the way, is gene therapy. Look at the name, Moderna. Uh, Pfizer, um, somebody reminded me today how they have been assessed um, over the past, I don't know how many years, $3 billion in criminal convictions, civil penalties, and awards. And yet, so I'm well, supposed you know to why? feel good about an FDA. I'm supposed to feel good about an FDA approval. They're going to force this on people, and then you can't even sue. You're not even going to be able to sue, a, sue an employer that forces you to get it? Well, with regard to the vaccines, you can't, Pfizer and Moderna and the rest and all vaccine makers, have complete immunity. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the vaccine court. Now, who pays for the damage? By, by the way, 81% of all claims are paid out because it's funny money. They don't care. It's taxpayer money. But Big Pharma doesn't pay, so they have no risk. And then you got people like Trump and you got people like Biden. you got others that are saying, I'm the greatest thing that ever lived. I brought you the vaccines. So this is, this is the dynamic, mm-hmm. which is deceiving people. And this you know, nice man that I, I met on the golf course yesterday, 
you know, uh, you know, and he, he's a good guy, but he, he's misinformed. No. You know, Casablanca. That's the name. Of, that's the name of the movie. Great movie. Yeah, you know what? You're nicer than I am. I would have asked him if if he had gonorrhea <laughs> or, syph- <laughs> or syphilis. Yeah, I just would have. You know, yeah, well, uh, or, uh, you know, I wanted the crabs. I, you're just, hours. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Gorka, this Gorka, is what we're dealing with. Well, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the fact that, you know, Gorka put around this thing that, that was going around everybody today that you, next time you're in a restaurant or you try to go in, they ask you for your Vax card. You should say, okay, I want to see the medical records of everybody who's working here. I want to see that they're not a carrier right now. They've been tested for hepatitis C and tuberculosis. And you know, Andrea, logically, that's not unreasonable. It's not. You, you've got you're you're asking me about a vax status, by the way, with these shots that don't even work. But I don't have a right to know whether or not you, you've you know got uh, what was it that we had going around in San Diego in our homeless community that got into our restaurants? And people were dying. Was it Hep C? Was it Hepatitis I think it, C? Well, I was just going to say that. Yeah, we had a Hepatitis C outbreak here in San Diego. People were dying from it. We, what, you know, uh, you know how do how do I know that I'm not going to be served by somebody that went into the bathroom and didn't wash their hands and now I'm going to get food poisoning? It's ridiculous. Well, the great city of San Diego, beautiful city, one of the most beautiful cities in the world, is on the front lines with all these people running across the border mm-hmm. with COVID-19. It's criminal. And you know, the city should itself bring action against the government. They, mm-hmm. they may have standing. But a private citizen, unfortunately, under the law as written, man's law, not the law of nature and nature's God, as it says in our Declaration of Independence, we have no rights. We have to basically bow down to these government officials and say, please don't hurt me. Let me give you an example of these judges that are protecting them. A judge in Washington, D.C. last week, Carl Nichols, who also has these cases that Dominion brought against One American News and others. Mm-hmm. He called someone back. He issued a show cause order because one of the peaceful protesters against the order which he had issued that the peaceful protester could not look on the internet because that would incite violence again. You might see president Trump saying he won the election. The guys now can be held in criminal contempt because he simply accessed the internet. This is what you're dealing with, with these federal judges. And it's why I wrote the book. I hope people will read it because they are the biggest threat to this country today. Absolutely. That's why it's it's outrageous to me to hear, you know, this woman, Jenna Ellis, sitting there talking about, yeah. And by the way, even if even if we had a proper court system, how long would that take? So business owners are being completely destroyed. This is communism. Another point that I made in that interview is that I'm tired of people, conservatives telling me it's not communism until unless they own the means of production. When you have the ability as the government or you assume the ability and assume the authority to completely control when a business is allowed to be open and regulate its operations from who they have to hire and, and who, the, who they're allowed to let in and serve and all of that, then they own the means of production. This is communism. Well, Am I wrong? What, no, you're absolutely right. What have we seen in the last few days? The government ordering private airlines to go into Afghanistan, possibly to be shot down and killed themselves. Right. They don't have protections like military aircraft to go in there. because. Nor do they sign up for that. Experts. Nor did they sign up for that. Our military or volunteer force is one of the reasons why they're heroes. But you're, you're uh, you know, 59-year-old American Airlines pilot with a paunch, right? Who probably, you know, it's like you're, you know, you maybe were former military pilot. Now you're on the other end, you know, racking up bank, you know, to retire. And now you got to fly into, 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 into that combat zone by force. That's crazy. Right. And you're ordered, you're ordered to do that. Now, you know, if it was a crisis... I mean, yeah, the government has the power to do that. But why? ask yourself this question, Andrea. The Republicans on Capitol Hill got briefings in their intelligence committees, 
in their defense committees. They knew what was happening in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Did they let it happen because they wanted to try to bring down Biden-Harris for their own political purposes? This isn't, you know, we have a two-party system. Why do people only talk about Democrats and Republicans? Neither of these, these uh, parties represent the American people. No, no, it's a one-party system. I'm forming, you know, I'm forming a, a, a new party, a separate organization called New American Independence Party, and we need more parties than that. We need competition. That's right. Our new government, when we declare independence, will provide for more political parties. And the Democrats and Republicans, they're not going to reform themselves. No. How many emails do you get every day asking Ugh, for money? Right. The Republican Party is a racketeering enterprise. It's a fraud to raise money for itself to perpetuate its own lack of doing anything for the American people other than enriching themselves. And the Democrats are pure evil. Hey, they're Larry, pure. is there any information out there yet on your new party? Uh, no, but there will be shortly. And also, you know, I, there's another organization I founded with Sheriff Arpaio. We'll be coming to San Diego called America's Sheriff to protect the police because that's another part of the master plan of the Democrats. We can't sit in a cafe now with the no. crime, no. you know, thinking that we're not sitting in Jerusalem, Israel with some Palestinian ready to, ready to slit our throats when we turn our back. This is where we are today. Mm-hmm. It, it's unreal. It is. Unreal. Well, Larry Clayman, Freedom Watch, and, and the book is It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. Thank you for being here, my dear soul brother. You too, soul sister. All right. We'll Keep talk the so- peace. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Stay frosty. All right. Before we take a break, um, we've got uh, Rich Ryle joins us. We've got a little special. If you don't have anything fun planned for Labor Day, we got an idea for you. And Rich Ryle joins me now. Are you there, my dear? I am. All right. Well, tell everybody what we're doing on Labor Day. What our event is. Well, um, you know, the single most important date right now is September 14th, 2021, Judgment Day, California style. We're 23 days away from taking back our state. The Hogwash Rebellion is in full force. California is going to lead America back. We started the Hogwash nonsense with that clown Newsom, and we're going to finish it on September 14th when we throw him out of office. Now, what you and I are doing, you you and I are broadcasting live. KCBQ is going to be right there at the soul of the action on September 6th, Monday, at the Ronald Reagan Conference Center where we're going to make history. We've invited the governor of the state of California to come down and defend himself before the voters of California and especially in El Cajon, and we're doing it at the Ronald Reagan conference center and we picked that that venue specifically because no california governor has ever shown up at the ronald reagan conference center but we're hoping that newsom will break the uh, the ice for us well I, it'll be interesting to see if he comes i mean he's so desperate to try to save himself although right now with the ballot harvesting that i'm hearing about that's already going on um, there's people that say that are saying rich Ryle that the fix is in and so we have to we have to go into the 14th knowing that there will be there will be election fraud and we are just going to have to do everything that we can to try to, to try to make sure we get enough of a turnout, enough people to, to show up to overcome it. We should not be in that position. Um, we, there should have been more done, but quite frankly, by the Republican Party to to end the that, you know, um, the fraud that's taken place. But, you know, we're going to do our part. And it wouldn't it be fantastic if, if Gavin Newsom showed up. Um, but what, yeah, so what are we going to do on, on, uh, on Labor Day on the broadcast? Let's say Gavin Newsom shows up. Let's say he doesn't. What, what's going to be our focus? Okay, our focus is going to be the candidates forum. I have sent out invitation to all 43 candidates 
I have gotten responses back from 10. Larry Elder is going to be there. I'm told that John Cox is going to be there. And I have uh, I have a list, and we'll announce that later. Okay. But um, we are going to cover the net. We're hopeful that the next governor of the state of California will be at that forum. Now, if, if Newsom wins, <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, I'm on record right now. Right. My party, the Hogwash Party, started, helped start uh, with the recall election back in the day. I mean, we yeah. really, you know, yeah. we were the ones pushing for the recall. We That's now right. see it, and we have no doubt. Right. I have a great deal. All right. Well, Rich, all right. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to be doing that event with you on Labor Day. So we're going to keep telling you guys about it. So you put it on your calendar um, because the recall is going to happen. He will be recalled and we're going to help you make sure you know who to vote for. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Thanks, Rich. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before we go to Terry, who's on the line to talk about election fraud. Did I hear that right? Bill Holland on, on the break with his with his daily financial report. They are recalling every Chevy Volt that was ever made because of electric car battery fires now do i need to remind y'all that during the whole auto uh, bailout situation in which obama shut down the entire saturn uh car brand and uh invested in member government motors and this then the the chevy volt electric car yeah every one of them being recalled right now let that sink in yeah let that sink in all right got to go to the phones terry from carlsbad is on the line wants to talk about election fraud hi terry hi I just, you know, I make a copy of my ballot every time I, before I send it in. I make a copy of it. If I want to go down and check if they register the voters and they show me a ballot, I can see if it's, if it's the one I filled out. Of course, that's handy with the big ones. But this one, what's the difference? So I'm not sure I understand your point. So you're saying that what's the difference between a mail-in ballot that's going on right now and what you've done in the past? No. I make a copy of my ballot. That way I know if there's somebody messing with it. If I go to check and it's my registrar of voters ballot, it's different than the one I have mm-hmm. a co- that I made a copy of. I know there's something up. Well, I, we need. I think more of us are going to have to do that. You know, um, it, and that at least would would. And I think that was some of what went on in November 2020 is that people found they'd gone to vote and they were told that they had already voted via absentee or mail in. Um, that does. And so that's an important thing to do. And you're a patriot, Terry, for doing that and and doing your Ooh. part to not just vote, but actually ensure that your vote counted counted and wasn't stolen from you. Um, very that's it's very important to do that. And it just underscores why it's frustrating for me that all this the the left likes to use the excuse of if if somebody if it's not as convenient as somebody wants that they're being denied access anybody that's that's over so concerned with convenience of voting you know really you know you don't i I don't want to say you don't deserve to vote but you we need to care enough about our vote that we're willing to make the effort that terry has made um, but but however, that won't solve the problem of like last in November when at my house about four different mail in ballots arrived. Now, if I was somebody that was nefarious, I could have filled out every one of them for the wrong person and mailed them in because there's nobody checking. So also, Andrew, you know how they had that online tracking with voting. I had someone that voted in the presidential election and the vote. 
the at the last time they checked, still not received. Yeah, um, there were many people in. My friend was working uh, was a poll worker in Nevada, and it was weeks after uh, the election before she ever uh, got notice that that uh, notified that her vote was counted, and she doesn't she doesn't at this point feel confident that it ever was. So Terry, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I mean, nothing matters if our elections don't matter. And that was something, another thing that got booze at Trump's rally was Mo Brooks in Alabama, um, told the crowd to stop worrying about election fraud and to focus on 2022 and 2024. What don't they get? What yeah. don't they get? If, if you're saying that, um, you're just part of the establishment, the same old, you don't want to do anything to solve the problem. You just want to, you just want to get, get voted into office. You're part of the problem. If you're saying that to say that the solution, I mean, I understand the logic that, Hey, turnout, you're going to, you know, make it so it's harder to cheat. But if that's your solution to election fraud, uh, that's, that's no good. That's well, it's why we're, where we're at. I mean, that might've made sense 15 years ago. Um, but it doesn't make sense anymore to say that. Not when we've got the the Secretary of State in in California coming up with a print your own ballot at home initiative. When we know whether whether the fraud took the form of Dominion machines or whether it took the form of a Georgia Republican governor cooking up a deal with Stacey Abrams in a back room, or whether it's dead people voting, there's a reason why they don't want voter ID. Right? There's a reason why they don't want the voter rolls purged. Fraud is real, and when we have districts that are won by a handful of votes, you, you cannot tell me at this point. I don't want to hear another person tell me turnout, turnout, turnout. It's crap. I'm concerned about this recall. I'm not going to lie. Right, and that's why Larry Elder lost a lot of points with people when he said Biden won fairly and squarely, and then when he when he pulled back on it. Um, you know, it was about, well, the media and yeah, there was, there was electioneering through the media. Of course, when you withhold information from voters, of course, that's electioneering. Speaking of Larry, um, he's hired a new campaign manager. Unfortunately, the campaign manager he hired is somebody, and I quote, uh, uh whose last name is, is Jeff Corliss. And he's, quote, a familiar figure in California GOP politics, which makes him a problem for me. He is the former political director for Carly Fiorina. Anybody that was involved in Carly Fiorina and Rainer campaign would be a non-starter for me. This could explain why um, we're, we, it's continuing to hear interviews with him or where it's, it's, it's not Trump. It, you know, Trump gave, Trump gave the blueprint for winning with Democrats as well as independents. Sounds like he's getting advice from the wrong people. It's Well, it's establishment stuff, you know, um, and all he seems to want to focus on in these interviews is, you know, things that aren't necessarily top of mind to conservatives. Here's the good news, though. We want Newsom gone. And Larry Elder has a chance to take it. Vote yes on the recall and then vote for whoever you want because it's whoever gets the most wins. So you don't have to back one candidate. Love you all. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Come on, come on.